I want us to look at 2 Corinthians 5, 17. 2 Corinthians 5, 17. Let me go ahead and read that for us. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things have become new. I just want to share three quick things, uh, three quick thoughts about this passage. One of the most beautiful, succinct passages in the Bible, of course. I probably say that just about, about every verse, but uh, this one is special to my heart, and I, I'm sure it is to yours as well. But it's a beautiful picture, this verse, of regeneration, of what it means to be a Christian, of the gospel, becoming a new creature in Christ. Notice it doesn't say, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a better creature. No, he is a new creature. He is something completely different from what he was before the Spirit came in. You're walking along, you're dead in your trespasses and sins. Some Christian has prayed for you or um, God just out of his sovereignty comes along and has the spirit enter into your life and quicken you. You were dead in trespasses and sins and now you're born again. You're a new creature in Christ. It's not a self-improvement program. It's an instantaneous thing. You're born again. God gives you the, the gifts of repentance and faith to trust in Christ alone for salvation. What a glorious picture right here in one little verse. If we just meditate on that every day, I think that we'll be, uh, our hearts will be headed in the right direction for the rest of the day. But uh, it's a work that only God can do, isn't it? We cannot cause people to be born again. And that's why we depend so heavenly and we cry out here every day and on the weekends and in between for God to save sinners, for God to make new creatures in Christ. It's the grand object of all of our prayers. It's really what we're here about. We pray for revival of the churches so that the churches will come back to doing what they're commanded to do in the Great Commission. And that is to proclaim the gospel, make disciples of all the nations, teaching them. Uh, of course, the church also exists for us to gather together and worship God and worship the Lamb. But the primary mission that God has given us, and it's a big mission, so we can only do it by the power of the Holy Spirit working in us. And that is to make disciples, to see old dead people become new living creatures in Christ Jesus. And it's a glorious thing. It's the grand object of our prayers. Even when we pray for one another, for our health needs and strength and family problems, whatever it may be, so that we can be stronger and, and walk in the Lord, no matter what's going on in our lives, and be able to focus on the salvation of souls, evangelism but also living a holy life, which is a witness to people in, in this world, because we are really weird if we don't go along with the crowd. We all know that. And sometimes they make it very difficult not to go along with the crowd. I mean, the government may come in and say, you're going to go along with the crowd and accept all this stuff, or, or we're going to penalize you one way or another. But we have to continue to walk in the Lord and not, not uh, falter in that. So it's a, a grand object of all of our prayers. And that's why I want us to focus on this verse today. Even after our prayer time is over with, if you have time, look at this passage again and, and meditate on it for a while and think about what is happening here. We're mere worms. We're, we're creatures. But God has given us a glorious ministry of reconciliation that we can 
proclaim the gospel to lost and dying people in a lost and dying world. And he will work through that. He will work through that. Now, it may not happen overnight. Sometimes I know many of you have been praying for lost relatives and loved ones and friends for years, and you still don't see a change. But this gives us hope. <laughs> this gives us hope. It gives me hope as I long to see family members and others uh, saved. God never gives up in his saving work until the Lord comes again and it's all complete. Then we also need to notice from this passage today that little words mean a lot in scripture, don't they? Little words mean a lot. In this verse, we've got the uh, little preposition, two letters, in, I-N. But what a world of difference they make when applied in this passage. Are you in Christ or are you outside of Christ? Two different prepositions. Are you in Christ or out of Christ? In Christ means eternity with God, worshiping him, worshiping the lamb. I, I suppose worshiping the Holy Spirit, worshiping the living triune God. And that little word there, if you're in Christ or out of Christ, makes all the difference to your eternity and to the eternity of everyone who's ever lived in this world. Are you outside of Christ? We know what that means. It's also an eternal thing, but it's condemnation and it's woe and it's dread and it's every painful thing that we could even begin to imagine and we can't even imagine it. To be separated from God and holiness and everything that's good uh, forever. Uh, let alone the torment of just being in hell, whatever that is in reality. Uh, that's not the preposition we want to use about ourselves. We want to say we are in Christ and we want everyone around us to be in Christ as well. So let me just read the, the verse again and let's make this the focus of our prayer today. It always is because we're here to pray for revival and awakening and also for one another to hold each other up, bear one another's burdens. And you all do that. Uh, I don't even have words for it. I mean, it's just a, a wonderful group that God has brought together. But let us read this again. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature, a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Uh, may this be the focus of our prayers every day. And I'd like to just briefly pray now before I turn it back over to Rick. Let's pray. Oh, Heavenly Father, we're the unwanted people of the world, but you want us and you use us powerfully, Lord. You are holy and we are just dust, but you've breathed your life into us, your soul, your spirit into us, Lord, and you have ordained to use us in the salvation of souls. We pray that you will, as you've always done, but even more so, Make many more new creatures in Christ. Let us remember the grand object of our prayers, and that is to see souls saved, to see revival in the churches, to see godly saints coming back to the prayer, the corporate prayer meetings as we continue to pray, because that is powerful. And we pray, Father, that you would just let us see uh, awakening in our land. I feel compelled this morning to pray, and this may not be God's perfect will, but uh, I'm going to pray it anyway because it's on my heart. And I pray that every man, woman, and child in the United States of America will be born again, will be made a new creature in Christ. That that 
these people who hate the Lord will become lovers in the Lord and champions of the gospel. I pray that every man, woman in every nation and child in every nation will be born again. Maybe not all in one day, but I pray that this is the direction we will head. And again, I don't know if that's the Lord's will or things in scripture that Lord point me to the fact that maybe that's not your will, but you have those that you are, have ordained to uh, make them be new creatures in Christ, to not just turn over a new leaf, but be a completely new person. And we know, we experience every day that there's still part of the old person left in us. And we uh, just pray that you would sanctify us by the power of the Spirit. As we trusted you for justification, let us trust you also to sanctify us and help us to grow in Christ. But most of all, help us to be lovers of the lost, lovers of the gospel. And when fear creeps in and the enemy tells us that nobody's going to listen, let us be like, I believe it was Chris Charles the other day, who was just blasted by this young man that he was trying to share with, but he just kept on doing it, Lord. He just kept on trying to get the gospel to this young man. And Lord, that's what we want to be about. Uh, there are so many things in the world we need to tend to, but let this be the focus of our hearts. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.